you gonna hear the traffic and everything in the background. Oh well, because it's hot. That's real. And I, it's real, baby. That's what it is. It's, it's real. Yeah. <laughs> this is a real podcast. Air flowing. I had somebody on the podcast, yeah. and I said that I'm a I'm a uh, I've been a habitual cherry a habitual cherry popper for people that's for coming podcast. on the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you got mine. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by the letter C, which stands for cannabis, but not Chris. That starts with a K. That's right. You are listening to nothing other than... Canisations with Chris. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Canisations with Chris. I'm your host, Chris, because it would be weird for me to say that I'm, like, the name of somebody else hosting a podcast so like this is Canisations with Paul and I'm Chris that shit would be weird right that'd be whack <laughs> no nah, we don't want to do that so I'm your host Chris and what we like to do on this podcast is we like to highlight the cannabis industry everybody from seed to sale and what they're doing in the community and, and where they came from how they got here and, you know things like that so today the gentleman I have on I remember it like it was yesterday mm. Well, I, I remember most of it like it was yesterday. So I don't remember. What was the place that we was at? I thought it was a, um, a Vermont Growers Association, mm-hmm. uh, Jeffrey, I think, put on it, a, a meet and greet. A meet and greet, like yes. Two years ago. Yes. like. But that was, I forget where it was at. It was like some backwoods place. It was like an hour and a half from here. Yeah. But I remember I was connecting with people, and I think you was just walking up. That's it. And that's what it was. You was just walking up, and you was like, how you doing? Yeah. And I'm like, brought, I'm good. How are you? Brought it in for the hug. And we hugged, and it was like the greatest thing. Like, yeah. it was so awesome. And he was like, I was like, who are you? And he was like, I'm this person. I was like, well, what do you do? He was like, I grow weed. <laughs> <laughs> that's about how it went down, too. <laughs> and I just love this person's energy so much, like, just from the jump. And like you said, that was two years ago. Two years ago. And then recently, I seen you at Nikan. Yeah. And I was with, and I you were just walking by, walking by. I was like, "Hey, Chris." Yeah, I know you. you. (laughs) So without further ado, we have the man himself, BJ Miller from One Love Cannabis. So thank you so much for coming up. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. He drove... About an hour and 50 minutes, I guess. We'll say two two hours hours for easy. Thank you for seeing my vision. Oh, yeah. And coming up here and being on my podcast, like, that really means a lot. So we had lunch earlier, Mm. you know what I'm saying, things like that. And some really... For better words, a deep conversation. We did have it deep was. Com- <laughs> I mean, we're starting a couple hours late. Yeah, we. we you've been here. <laughs> hey, you've been here for a while. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. You got here this like I think around eleven, eleven fifty, eleven fifty somewhere yeah. around there. It's like two thirty now. I think. Yeah. So hey, here we are. It's all man. good. It's good. I'm glad you came up. I greatly appreciate yeah. it. So tell us a little bit about who B.J. Miller is. So B.J. Miller is, uh, I live in Stratford. I guess we started One Love Cannabis Collective last year. Yeah. I've been growing for a few more years than that. Um, not, and not new to the scene? Not new to the scene, I guess, or, or at least uh, new to the, the plant of cannabis, which yeah. I dearly love. Yeah. It's My buddy Pat Kelly helps me with One Love Cannabis, and my queen, Shannon Barley, she helps with a lot of the office work that I wouldn't be able to do without her, which is good. But we're in Stratford, Vermont. Uh, we're completely off-grid. 
our house, everything's off grid. Oh, wow. Uh, no, now off grid. What is like no power to it? Oh. Like we have solar panels and we have a backup generator. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, it's good. I don't mean to sound like a dummy, it's okay. but the solar like solar powder powder yes. solar power yes. works regardless. Well, right. unless it's wintertime and you don't have that much sun, or this summer, unfortunately, where you don't have a lot of sun either, <laughs> mm. uh, except yeah. for the last couple of weeks. The win- summer was like three days here and three days there, and now leaves is already changing. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's pretty tough. Yeah. So we do. We're a tier one cultivator. Do a hundred and you know twenty five plants and. I'd like to try to, you know, I'd like to go up to another tier eventually, but I want to get the 125 the best I can because mm. I really am, for me, it's about the connection with the plants and, and the love that I feel and the love that I can share with everybody else. Yeah. So I'd like to just do the 125, get that the best I can, and then we'll move up maybe. But yeah, no, it's great. We grow all outdoor sun-grown cannabis. We're going to put high tunnels in. I tried to do it without high tunnels. With high tunnels? Uh, hoop houses. Oh, hoop houses. Yeah, okay. yeah, yes. There's so, so many names for there. Right? They are, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to put those up for next year because this year has been pretty tough. Be my next question was like, how how was your growth this year? Because you know, with the floods and the amount of rain so that came after, we're we're high. We're at like 1,900 elevation. Oh. So the floods didn't affect us in our spot. I think the thing that affected us the most was lack of sun. Mm. I think that was that was really tough. The lack of sun and just the rain constantly. Yeah. You couldn't keep the root dry at all, no matter what you did. I was lucky that I put them in 30-gallon pots this year because my soil is not super conducive to putting them in the ground right now. I'm mm-hmm. on some ledge. Uh, we just moved up there two years ago, so I'm still working on that. But I'm happy that I was in the pots this year, other than the roots don't get to spread out and just have freedom. But it allowed me to keep it somewhat drier than just being in the ground. Yeah, yeah. Because there was a lot of people that lost, I think, a lot of plants. A lot of plants, Which is really sad. It is. I know a few people around here. Well, I think it's the thing that worries me about that is we want sun-grown cannabis in Vermont. We Mm -hmm. want to keep as many growers in business as we can. Um, I mean, for the carbon impact, if nothing else. Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure that those people survive. And it's not like growing indoors where you can plan everything right yeah, like yeah. this is how this goes this is how more this of a goes. controlled environment you know it's yeah. it's every year is going to be different so and every year is a shake of the dice <laughs> shake of the dice yeah. you get one shot yeah right? you mess up you get one shot it's which, not is, like, which is hard it but. is and i think that's where like out some outdoor growers have coined that mm. you know what i'm saying yeah. but they you know it's the the environment you know what happens what happens around it I mean, I feel like that's part of the fun of it, though, <laughs> right? Trying to trying to get them all. Like, if you get all the plants to go the full length, yeah. you feel a, a huge sense of accomplishment. You do. I, I do because <laughs> because it's throwing everything at you. If it's not the powdery mildew, it's not the you know fungus, it's not you know botrytis. It's the spider mites, and it's like sometimes it's all of them, it's, uh, or yeah. just the lack of sun, which is yeah. I took you outside to look at my ladies oh, and everything. Beautiful. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I mean, I've seen it's it's crazy because I'm pretty sure you have beautiful plants. You know, you. Yeah, you know, I know I, what I'm doing. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. I mean, this year they don't look so beautiful, but yes, I do. I I love them. I feel like they're my kids in a they, sense, right? I yeah. Do. I mean, I do have two kids that are not plants, but I I treat them like that. I'm out there checking on them all the time. Yeah. You know, we play music. We love you know. 
whatever. It's awesome. <laughs> I remember my first episode, Marlena said, Marlena from the Zen Barn, uh-huh. she said that she plays her flute. Oh, I her, love it. And that she's outside with her plants and things like yeah. that. So, yeah, like, even me, like, that's why sometimes I feel like it's my therapeutic space. Like, I, I go out you. there and I'll, you know, what's this? Or I just go out there and smell them or just be with them. Just be like, with them. Just feel I, that energy. I do. And and that is a very hippie thing to say, you You're know, like, but that's all I was about to say. But it's okay because it's Vermont. It's fine. Like, and it's true. You it know what true. I'm saying? Like, my, my cucumbers, when they first started, they took off. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was seeing the growth every day and I was always hands-on and, I know my big, my biggest cucumber I got was like six and a half, seven inches. And yeah, yeah. It was a big one and yeah. it was hanging. Yeah. So I was like, that was a, I only got like maybe like 12 cucumbers, like littles and funny ones, but I got I grew some cucumbers. Yeah, you know no, what I'm it saying? feels good. It does, they taste good. <laughs> and just like with the flower, when you have, like you said, when you have that long-term uh, commitment. Uh, commitment. No, I mean, I know. And you finish it, that, that, it, it's like, whoa. Nobody has ever smoked this good of weed. I know. I mean, I do love that. No, for a long time I was like, oh, maybe my stuff's not that good. You know, yeah. maybe it's just Strafford good, or my buddies <laughs> are just telling me it's really good. But then I sold all of it, and I was like, hey, it must be all right. Must be okay. <laughs> no. I had people come back. I had people come back. They love it. No, yeah. but I do think I think that there is a huge piece on the the energy that you put into them, right? Yes. Like you're putting love and energy and. And putting yourself into the plants, I think it comes out on the other end. Yeah. And that's, I'm assuming, the the encompass of One Love Cannabis. Yeah. Like, it's... If you look at the, the logo or the sticker, right, I had somebody make this in, uh, in town. They did a wood block because I thought that was kind of Vermont. Yeah. But if you look at the sticker, it's got the hands showing the love around the roots. Oh, man. And that was intentional because, you know, my hands are given each one of these plants the love that they need you're in there i'm in there you're in there. i try that's what i want to be well look since we got this oh, out yeah. Yeah, yeah uh can you this is an awesome sticker yeah I, like I got the, a couple for you too well thank you yeah well for this one's for you if you don't mind usually i do this later in the show but Uh-oh. since the it came the out sticker, <laughs> since it's out <laughs> You know what I'm saying? If you don't mind, could you put a sticker on the counter table? Sure, if I'd you love will. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like this is, especially with you driving up from two hours. You hear that? Two hours. Two hours, yeah. <laughs> when you driving up two hours, this is a, a big thing for, for you to be on there. Look at that. And the sticker is down. It's very colorful. Oh, it is colorful. It's yeah. it's it's bringing just that one. I mean, all of them are colorful that I have so far. Yeah. But this one has the most color out of all of them. I do I, like it. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank yeah, you I appreciate for putting that, that down. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So One Love Cannabis. So One Love, I mean, basically right now what we're doing is last year I did everything in the pre-rolls. Yeah. Everything. Uh, even the high THC stuff I had. Uh, well, we didn't really know coming into it what to expect out of the market, right? Mm-hmm. So in the beginning, I wholesaled a bunch of it just to stay alive because mm-hmm. we, 
I, I wasn't ready and like that it came on the market. I had all this product I laid money out for because I didn't want any investors and like shoestring style because I want to be able to make my own choices. Absolutely. Right? Like I don't want to have investors come in and say, oh, you got to do this, you got to do this. I want to grow the best cannabis I can the way I see the best way and organically and as least amount of even the approved chemicals that I can as naturally as I can or holistically as I can. And I didn't want anybody to have a say over that. So I, um, so yeah, a shoestring budget. So I wholesaled a bunch of it to Ojo Rojo. And then I figured the end after that, because nobody knows, you know, they didn't know in dispensaries what you had here. And I said, the best way to get into this market and, and stay there, I think, is the pre-rolls. Because mm-hmm. everybody will go in and buy a pre-roll. Absolutely. Right? They'll try okay. it. And then you get your name out there. And then... Maybe next year I'll go into some bulk flour or whatever, which I've had a couple dispensaries ask me already if I will do bulk flour for them. And yeah. I, there probably two I will for next year because it's not going to be a super huge crop because of the weather, but it will be an awesome crop anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we basically do pre-rolls and I still make them. I had in the early earlier time in one love i had michelle from highly rooted make some pre-rolls for us and they did a great job that's a really good company and they're They're very very professional i had really good dealings with them and then i decided i'm looking at the numbers and trying to figure out like how i can do this and stay small and still like eventually pay myself to make this my full-time job because that's what i'd really like to do I can't think of anything I'd rather do than wake up every day and grow cannabis. That'd be amazing. Yeah. And I don't want to do a, a mixed use cause, or a mixed tier be, or a mix because I don't want to grow indoors. I feel like part of the reason why I really enjoy growing outdoors and more plants like that is the carbon I can sequester and not be part of that issue. Yeah. So then I started making all the pre-rolls myself, which, um, you know, I went old school, <laughs> I got a, one of the old bump boxes, the old wooden bump boxes, because that's what I was familiar I've with. Seen, I've only seen like one of those. <laughs> yeah. And so that's what I was familiar with. So I'm like, we're going to do them bump box style, 76 at a time. And I realized that took a long time. I spent a lot of time just hand doing pre-rolls. People love them, which is great. Yeah. Next year, I think, in this season, I think I'm going to get a few troll at Knockbox, so yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, uh, I just spent so much time, because I'm trying to keep my costs really, really low, because yeah. I really, I just yeah. really want to keep growing large amounts of cannabis. You love it. I love it. It yeah. makes me so happy. It's, it's funny, because like, I know we was talking about legacy growers. Like yeah. I feel like I'm a legacy smoker, right. because I've been smoking since a young age. I have Cannabis has always <laughs> been a part of my life. Absolutely. As, I think I was 15, maybe, when I smoked cannabis the first time. Yeah, that was around and, that was, and, yeah, 15. Um, I was like, wow, this is amazing. I remember I went and looked at myself in the mirror. Yeah, of course. And I did. was like, man, I guess this is what really high looks like, because I feel it. <laughs> And I was just looking at myself in the mirror. I loved it. It was so. It was such a taboo at the time. It right? was, you yeah. thought you were gonna die, or what? Who knows? What I don't was know. Gonna happen, right? Lose your mind, go crazy. But it's always been a part of my life. We tried to grow it when we were younger in the closets and the whole jam. We we did all that fun stuff. Do you remember how your first plant came out? Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. My first plan yeah. was horrible. CD, it was, it was the worst. But you know what? I still, I felt such an assemb- a, a sense of accomplishment. And yeah. like, I was like, 
I did this, yeah. right? Like I loved it. And, you know, really it wasn't any any worse than the the brickweed that we used to get that was full of mold and yeah. detritus. You didn't even know. You didn't even know. <laughs> you're like, oh, you're supposed to cough. No, no, it's I to be hard. That not, means it's some fire. That's not, not supposed to burn your throat. <laughs> that's the fire. Is it burning my throat? Yeah. No, not supposed to do that. Yo, that's funny. It's growing up having the brickweed and not knowing and that's what I was saying. I remember we used to smoke it down and get the the brown on your fingers yeah, and we sure. had to go to concrete and yeah, rub wipe it off. off. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Terrible. Yeah, and it looked bad. You could always, I feel like if the cops pull us over, they know I smoke weed because I got uh, two brown fingers. Always <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So I would always scrape it off to- To get look, rid of it. Yeah, but now to even like, what's that? Like almost 25 years later, yeah. I can go to a store, and buy it. a pre-roll. Mm. Like, it's got I a don't, filter. It's got a. F- don't have to worry about yeah. your fingers. <laughs> it's got a filter. You, it's convenient. Yeah. You, it's like a soda. Yeah. It's like it's a soda. The same thing. You pop the top and enjoy. I know. It's amazing. I mean, you can get, you can buy vaporizers. You can buy all that yeah. stuff now. Like, it's, and it's fine. It's fifty different ways to. I smoke. mean, I'm still rolling with my old school <laughs> stuff. Hey, he pulled that thing out. He was like. He said, I, I'm still old school, and he pulled it out. And I was like, is that the magic flight lunchbox? And he was like, this ain't electric. And he pulled it out, and the thing was like, boing. A little dugout. <laughs> a little dugout. <laughs> I still love the dugouts. I know it's crazy. Everybody makes fun of me. I like, had one for a while, but then I just went back to, I like joints. Yeah, that's good. The blunts, trying to stay away from tobacco. So you think there's a, let me ask you a question. I had a dispensary yeah. just asked me the other day, the tea house in White River. And Miriam was, we were having a conversation. I dropped off some uh, pre-rolls there. And she was curious about making like a big blunt. You think there's a market for that? Well, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a small market. I don't, how big is big? I don't know. <laughs> but it was just an idea. I don't think that you, I think you should put it out there. Yeah. I think I the, the first big blunt would have to be like a giveaway. Yes. Like you have to, and then after, if you want me to cut all this out, I can. Because I'd be having some, like, yeah, yeah. I don't, maybe not, but I'd be <laughs> feeling like I'd be having some genius ass ideas sometimes, <laughs> man. But uh, first one, the first big, however, three gram, five gram, yeah, 10 maybe. gram, right. whatever, whatever that is, the first one has to be a giveaway. It has to be. You know what I'm saying? And, and then also, man, you're going to see. Be look, like 13% or 15%. You couldn't do that with like a, you, I mean, you could. You could. But you're going to get the whole state stone. Yeah. <laughs> At least in a six house vicinity. Yes, everyone, <laughs> everyone. But I think the first one should be a giveaway. Uh-huh. And then that's when you'll see like, hey, tag you, and tag two friends in this of who you would smoke this joint with and we'll have a giveaway. So it's not like a, a one person, it's three people on it. So it's I like- I mean, three people still. I know, I mean, but that's that's a party. It's a that's party. A, that's yeah, a new yeah. school party now. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. let me, I'm gonna call two of my boys, we gonna grill something and we gonna smoke this big ass blunt. Yeah. Or this big ass I joint. I mean, how did you do it back in high school when you roll a blunt? I, I'll tell you, we used to go through and we get like the Phillies. Yeah, Phillies. We, oh would, we would either we would either take a pencil and like get all the stuff out of there and you tap party it. pack it. Oh yeah, party, party pack, pack it. Yeah. <laughs> or or we would slice it, right? <laughs> it was either all or nothing. <laughs> it was all or nothing. And then or we would slice it and then we would go through like McDonald's. Yeah. Right, like seriously, because it was one in like close to where we grew up, and we ride through and just order like water and honey. 
and they would give you packs of honey right there so we would put the weed in the in the philly blunt and then we would put honey on it and seal it i love the peach one oh like yeah. it was so like the smell like was so oh like it don't matter if you had good weed and it the smelled good, good the peach was like that undertone and even that's if you su- had that's bad that's weed, that's what it is it was in the south yeah, <laughs> I, I know so I remember one of my boys, Pooh, he used to always have peach blunts. Mm. And I haven't had a blunt that smelled like a Philly peach. Mm. I've smoked white owl blunts. I've smoked yeah. this type. I've smoked everything, but there's nothing like a Philly blunt that yeah. peach. And I've I've scoured. Ooh, have to try it. I've scoured the internet. And you can't I, find it. They said that the whole company, Philly's, closed down. Really? Yeah. Blew, blew my mind, and that's how. I, that's what I'm saying. We legacy smokers, like <laughs> here Phillies, they don't even make them shits no more. Like, and it's tons of things that I don't know about that other people that smoke. But like Phillies, like I remember, like you were saying when you slice it down the oh, middle. Yeah. You, like we had a little weed, hmm. we used to slice it down the middle and get two blunts. Oh, and like we was like roll, roll like long pinners. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then if Because we, you like the flavor of the Philly. Man. I love the mm-hmm. flavor of the Philly, man. I just, roll That's a Philly, cool. split a Philly. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Roll, roll some pennas. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, But I haven't smelled anything. Like the peach. Nah, man. I gotta have a flavor out there like that. I, I, I mean, maybe I haven't looked hard. Tom, he brought up, because I, now I roll backwards. Oh, yeah. You know, that's, you know, the sure. behind Phillies, that's when, you know, there was that's next it. backwards, so I rolled backwards. But he wrote, he came up with these, and these, this is not a paid advertisement at all, <laughs> but he has. Could be. It, uh, hell yeah, it could be. <laughs> hey, why are you bullshitting? <laughs> I hope they hear this, and this could be. But he put me on, on to these, uh, it, he pulled it out, and it was a gray packet, you know, backwards. You know, sure. It was the same backwards packet, but it was just a different color. Uh-huh. And I peeked at the meeting, and I was like, what's that? And he was like, it's, it's dudes. It's D-U-D-Z, huh. but it's a different type of leaf. It's more fresh. It's the it's great for rolling. Yeah. And when I pulled it out, I was confused because it looks like you can really smoke it. Right. But at the same time, you can't really smoke, can't it. smoke it. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't have, I, I remember I used to, I still smoke backwards, but it has like a, a settled harshness, a, a tolerable harshness with the blunt. Sure. It's always got like that little, like a hard stick through it, you know mm. what I'm saying? Mm. So when you're smoking it, you always have this little stick and it's gonna keep it from burning on the right. leaf. And yeah. it's not my favorite. You not know your what favorite. But these dudes, <laughs> these they, don't dudes have they don't they have a stick in them, but it's not, or that, that, that line in the leaf, but it's not as big and it doesn't prevent, it, it doesn't keep it from burning. So, and it's, a leaf on the outside, and once you break it down, if you want to smoke it like a tobacco right. leaf, there's another leaf inside so, that you can roll a tobacco. Oh, you know what I'm saying? There it so, is. yeah, I mean, that's like, pretty cool. That, it is. It I is switched very over cool. about halfway through and tried like the organic hemp papers for my mm. pre rolls. I like them. I like the idea of them. I'm not sure I'm 100% sold the, on them. These? They're kind of those like, are not. No, oh, those okay. are from the shorties I did. No, no, no. This is another. This was like a, a blunt right here. I yeah. don't know if you can see it. It's like a hemp wrap. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the hemp wrap. They they do okay. I'm not sure what I saw was they like right down by the filter. They wouldn't get just right all mm. the time, which I don't know. They seemed, 
I like the idea because I want to support uh, the hemp market as much as I can. Yeah, that is true. I've I've been learning about the hemp yeah. industry and how everything's starting to change. It's not change. the same for them, but still the benefits of it was it, me and uh, Dan Premer from seventeen ninety one. He was talking a little bit about that and how it's the struggle for hemp farmers now because you know people don't really this weed. CBD isn't doing anything right. because I'm not high. You right. know what I'm saying? No, but it's you're not true. Re- it's like a mental thing and how people have to kind of sever that that thought process of being stoned with the benefits of cannabis or just hemp in itself. Just hemp in you itself. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Like, yeah, CBD is it's still great. It's still great. I gotta no, show you I this. Like I still got some of it, but I gotta show you this fucking nug he brought me. Oh, I'm sure. Then, I grew some CBD a couple yo, of years. I, so you know, mm-hmm. like I haven't. I've never seen. I probably have CB, seen CBD, but mm-hmm. just didn't know it. But I, oh my god, <laughs> like he, it was a baby arm, know, like no, at least a true. baby leg. Like, I think that um, one of the dispensaries I really like to go to, the gas station in Rutland, and they sell, they actually sell CBD there, I think. They yeah. Might, or it's got, at least they sell strains that are super high, low THC, super high CBD. Yeah. And the nugs were huge. I was like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it caught my attention. Yeah. I remember he came when he pulled up, he had it in the bag, and it was, he couldn't even close the bag because it, it was so large. Yeah. And I was like, man, what is this thing? I'm about and to get stoned for <laughs> a week. <laughs> At least. At least. But what I, we talked about on that show was more of how it's kind of like you got to put the vegetables in some chocolate, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, oh, yeah. to get the kids to eat, eat it. it. Like we got to put the CBD create the one-to-ones. I like the one-to-ones, too. And and that's what I've been creating. I mean, if I... I think for me... I mean, I love edibles. But if I go to Colorado, and if it's not like a full spectrum, like I like the full spectrum sun-grown edibles, right? Because I feel like they hit different. But I, if I'm in Colorado, because we go out there to visit family a lot, I always get the one-to-ones because it's nice. It's not just the THC. It's the CBD and the THC. Yeah. It's it's what I've been rolling those because it's nice. One, it kind of stretches your weed when you ain't got like a gang of it laying around, and two, it really is beneficial. Like we sat here, it's we great. didn't smoke THC, we smoked CBD C- joint. It just got had. really relaxed, and that's what it was. It was wow. very conversational. We. You know what I'm saying? I think if they get the recreational lounges out and that yeah. actually can happen, I'm really hoping that happens. Yeah. But I feel like that's going to be a place. I think when if they do that, they should allow CBD in that also mm. because, right, from licensed growers or from whomever, right, that's tested. But you think about it. A lot of people want to go and smoke high THC and get really stoned, but not everybody does. Yeah, and it'd be nice to be able to offer fifty splits or something like mm. that. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. I, I, oh my god, I love talking about lounges, man. Oh, like I, I'm not saying that's a dream of mine to have one or to own one. Not a bad, dream. but it would. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, I would come hang out. Absolutely, <laughs> it would be. I think I would if I put my ducks somewhere in the line. I think I could have a dope ass lounge. Sure, you know what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. But I have a whole concept. I I cut it out my last podcast, so I ain't gonna even talk about it. Mm-hmm. I got a whole concept I around. It. I you love know, it. With, yeah. you know what I'm saying. But um, at the same time, like having a place 
where we can go and smoke a joint. Be great. And that's not, I'm not saying like an airport, like, you know, the little hole in the wall where you got to go smoke over no. there. But like a genuine bar style guy with the towel over his shoulders. Yes. I talking, you know what I'm saying? Got some nice bones behind you. Listen, can actually Flower. educate people on what, yeah. they're, what they're like. Hey, yeah. what's your, be a real bud tender. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like bartenders are. Yeah. It's like, hey, I we mean, got, I might sign up for that job. We, hey, I love talking about weed. I, I, I mean, so do I. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but it's like, it would be great to have that experience. Yeah. Just for... Well, I think it would be good for, yeah, tour, it'd be good for the whole, whole industry. Yeah. I mean, it would it would have to be pricey. But you know what you're getting with that, and it's going to be yeah. pinkies out. Pinkies you know what I'm saying? Out. You got to smoke with your pinkies out. All right, all right. Hey, that's my, 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 one of my other ideas. Yes, <laughs> Pinkies like out it. lounge. Pinkies out lounge. <laughs> Well, look, thank you so much for coming up. But before you leave, yeah. you still got some questions. Sure, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know, like I said, you're a legacy smoker. Yeah. So we should find out some ways that do you like to smoke. Oh, So I, how do, what do you like? Is it joints, blunts? I do, do like you, joints. I know I you mean, got the Dougie with you. I like you. the dugout yeah. for the for the daily. But if I'm at a party, I like to smoke joints. I like bubblers. They're yeah. good, too. But I would say it's probably joints. Yeah. I mean, it's because it's a social thing. And I always like to eat edibles, but I like to I make my own for myself just to mess around. I do like to eat those a lot, too. <laughs> hey, can I? Can I? Yeah. Can I? Man, that shit was good. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, he told me he was like, "You gonna feel it?" I was like, "All right, man. Like, I, I, I eat one." Yeah. No, my cookies are pretty strong. They are. It's not like, (laughs) it's not like. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm straight. You're great. Like you gave me a joint. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And usually the last one you gave me, I faced it and I was no, straight. But I just, go face that now. I mean, right now, I'm right like rain. It's you know perfect. No, I do like this. So that's why I think I like the dugouts because I like to do a combination. Yeah. Right? I try to not smoke. Oh. I really like to smoke, but I don't want to smoke because I know it's not good for my health yeah. as much. Yeah. Not to talk bad about it, but I just I, I worry about it a little bit. Um we came so, from that smoking, yeah, uh, yeah. this is your lungs. This is your lungs. You know what I'm saying? And now I'm like, I ain't smoking cigarettes. Right, it's fine. But I am smoking. But you're, mm. I'm still smoking, right? <laughs> yeah. And I can't go to, I mean, I've been toying around with the vape, like the vaporizers. Yeah. That PAX looks pretty appealing to me, but I just haven't tried it yet. Yeah. I, um, I've i tried, I went up to the Derby, in Derby Line, I ain't going to say his yeah. name, but I know he be listening. Uh-huh. But he invited me up, and I had this amazing experience but he had a volcano oh yeah and i had seen one before but i really didn't know much about it but then i was in the environment to learn about this volcano mm-hmm. and really sit back and sip on this bag right yeah <laughs> you know sure what I'm it's... and i was like i don't know how i'm gonna feel i had like a bag and was was right and he was like let's go get another one another and then, bag. you know right. what I'm saying? and it was and then it was crazy because the the amount of flour that you burn is little. Is not as we don't much. waste any of it. You, exactly right. And like it's crazy because now you can utilize that. Or you I mean, can, when I not, think when I think about that volcano, it just takes me back to like high school and like 
a five-gallon bucket of water <laughs> and a three-liter bottle of grape juice or yeah, whatever, that grape soda. Slurp it out and then had to shoot it down. That's what it makes me think of hey, every look, time. You know, I tell you, I don't know my, I don't even know if my boy, we was in the military, his name was Baker. Mm. But once we found out that we smoked weed, I called him Bake. Mm. <laughs> did you smoke back. in the military? I did. I did too one I, time. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, I haven't hey. told really anybody that either. <laughs> You heard it here, folks. Look, we were we were in the uh, in the barracks in Twenty Nine Palms, California, yeah. and uh, we had a little bit of weed, and we were like, "Man, it was right before Christmas break, so we knew we knew we wouldn't get a, a piss test." Yeah. So so I had the good idea to to smoke it and blow it in the vents and the ventilation system, oh. right? Because then, and it was a great idea because it smelled through the whole barracks like it. Oh. So they couldn't just pinpoint our room. <laughs> I was still scared, man. I don't hey. get paranoid from cannabis, but I was a little paranoid that day. So uh, I have a story. All right. And some of my boys, they I know my boy Gonzo in Florida, my boy Maldonado, we we was all in Iraq. And I went from Kuwait mm. to Amsterdam oh. to Frankfurt and then vice versa on the way back. And so a group of us end up missing our flight in Amsterdam. That's a tragedy. Genuinely, <laughs> genuinely, we did. I, like this. My right mm-hmm. hand, it was NCOs, officers. Yeah. So that was kind of our like, look, we was with them. Right. Like, <laughs> and we, they missed their flight too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we had to stay like two days in Amsterdam in the city. Sounds and, terrible. <laughs> going to look. Coming, I'm just eating donuts, sir. Coffee. It's fine. Well, we, as soon as they gave us our rooms, everybody was like, report back here at this time. And okay. we didn't know anybody. So it was like, whoa. And yeah, we, I'm out. I'm, <laughs> I didn't see nobody. I do want to go to Amsterdam. Look, I don't know if Amsterdam's still the same. But it was awesome. But it was awesome. I just want to go and get like, I think one of my favorite strains, I love Jack Herrera. I always love oh, those strains, right? Yeah. And I feel like, if I remember correctly, like the original breeder was from Amsterdam, like Sensi Seeds or something. I yeah, kind of yeah. think it would be cool to go there and just bring some like some real. This yeah, is yeah. I mean, I know I can order them. I know I can order them online. Nah, you go I there can, and pick them. But I feel like I'd. Re- I think the experience would be fun. Exactly. Because I love growing plants so much. I feel like it would be. Put fun. it on your list, man. Yeah, I'm gonna. T- uh, yeah. I will. Uh, so look. So check this out. When I was in Amsterdam, I knew that I was going back to Iraq. Mm. I knew I had this. There's a possibility there may not be tomorrow. Right. And so I, everybody knew, you know, we knew how to smoke weed in the military. You know, we have a piss test on Friday. Mm-hmm. I mean, on Monday, we're not getting pissed again that weekend. So we can all go out, smoke, yeah. have whatever fun, yeah. but keeping in a parameter of boom. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I went to this coffee house or Ooh. coffee shop. Of course you did. Because uh, you just wanted coffee. I just said it. was I just, just coffee. It was early in the morning. I was thirsty. I needed a cup of coffee. <laughs> ah. <laughs> but it was one of the greatest experiences that I've ever had. And it was my first experience in a dispensary. And it yeah. was like so great to be in another country mm-hmm. where it's normalized. So I bought some AK-47 yes, because I was going to Iraq. Oh, well, yeah? <laughs> I was going back to Iraq. That was the enemy's weapon. Mm-hmm. It was a whole... AK-47, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I didn't think about nothing else. That was what I was getting. Yeah. So I took it back to Iraq, and I just came back off leave. I had stuffed it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm moving, you know what I'm saying? I, w- I got to get this to my boys because, you know, who knows? Right. Well, I got it, 
and I smuggled it back into country, right. if you will. And I told my boys, I was like, yo, I got some weed. And it was like, no, you don't. And I pulled it out. It was like, man, that shit stank. <laughs> oh, my God. So we ended up waiting until everybody was asleep. We was going, we made sure we did it the first night we yeah. was on refit right. because it was, we only had like two or two day refits, you know, 48 hours. Yeah. So when we get back, everyone goes, eats, showers. The first night, everybody passes out. Right. Well, I remember, I was like, look, we gotta stay up late. This is it. This is, we gonna smoke tonight. Mm -hmm. And it was like, all right. So we went, we, we hunkered down in the chew, mm. and all, me, it was me, Gonzo, Malnado, Dolan, and it might have been my boy Bird. I think mm -hmm. my boy Bird was in it. Mm -hmm. But we always in my chew, why, uh, my boy Malnado, he from Texas, so we was listening to Devin the Dude, which is a lot Devin of- Devin the Dude. Man, so look, Doobie speaking of that, Ash you know, hey, I, we connected on Instagram, I invited him up yeah. to come on the podcast, and he was like, hey, I don't know if you like music, but check out this playlist. First of all, the first playlist you sent me, I had like 75% of the songs on it. it. I love so it. So I was like, oh, this is right up my alley. Oh, yeah. And then the second one, I listened to a few that I, you know, it was only had like one or two or, you know, just sure. a few. But the in Spotify, the songs you like, you know, it's usually the first one. Uh -huh. And you sent me, I was like, I know this song. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, I know this artist. Uh -huh. So this man it was I sending me it. all types of music. I, I, I do and, that. I, uh, I find, I mean, because it's, it's all about happiness, right? Like music brings me so much joy. Happiness. And so ha and it makes me happy. And I feel like if I can send you a playlist and it brightens your day just a little bit, I'm all into I it. I swear, and you know, I really needed a day brightener when you sent it. Yeah. And it felt good, because you know, my daughter, I'm not saying, she, she gets my music, she's learning sure. to get the music, but still like when, I think I listen to very, you know, you're gonna hear Leonard Skinner mm. to a jazz band coming mm. up behind you, or you know what I'm saying, some Coltrane, oh, or. Yeah. You know, just something, it goes everywhere. And sometimes I notice the transitions of my music. And I'm like, <laughs> I was just listening to Big Timers. Now I'm right. listening to, you know what I'm saying? Well, my playlists are all over the and map. And it, it was everywhere. everywhere. And it, and that's what I appreciated about it so much. Yeah. Because all the music, not all, but most of the music you shared with me was music that I had already. Let me ask you a question. What's your favorite genre? I mean, if you just had to pick like a time period and a genre. I have, I have two. Okay. So, and the only reason I pick one of them is because it's the era I grew up in. Mm -hmm. And it would have to be 90s to early 2000s hip hop. That's it, right there. That's, that's, that's the same. Yeah, that's, that's same. where I grew up at. That's what I know. It's it still it does. It's certain songs that uh, you hear, and not only is it nostalgic, but you remember uh, so what you I was, was like, doing in certain. Just just the other day, the, uh, like a Fuji song came on. I was oh like, my oh my God, it's so good. <laughs> so good. Hey, I remember the score was yes. like everything. Everything. Yeah. There was nothing else was to be played. No. Like, I remember. I still I, get like that, though. I, I will, do. I will find a song that I really like and I will just play it. <laughs> I will I will find that song. It'll, it'll be on then, five playlists. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I I'll run to it. I'll it's part of my chill playlist mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. and part of my general playlist. I love it. My son, my son, and my kids both like uh, all. They have really good music taste because I've always exposed them to everything. That's, I try to take them to shows. Uh, you know, um, every year at least. Yeah. Just just I mean it's happiness. Yeah. 
That's awesome, man. Yeah. I, I, BJ, thank you so much for coming. Oh, up, yeah. Man. I'm happy to be I here. I feel like just, just the conversations we had before, I'm glad we didn't do this no. when a long time ago. I think it all comes when you're when it's supposed to. Yeah. Right? Like it it, does. It, it, things fall into place exactly when they're supposed to. They do. And yeah. sometimes we rush those things. Yeah. We, I, I want this now and it's not the time for it. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, so, it's tough. But I really do. I really appreciate you I coming I loved it. Up. I love coming up and have good lunch, yeah. good company. Hey, and I, you know what I'm saying? Got to smoke a little herb. Hey. I mean, it can't be bad. It, it's, it was not. A, it was a little warm. A little warm. You know what I'm saying? I'll it's, take the heat, though. I'm, I'm from, I'll take the heat. I'm from the south. Right. I'm from the top of the south. I mean, I'm, but from, still, I'm from Maryland. It's definitely yeah, warmer it's down warmer there. It's warmer down yeah. there. So on days like this, it's, it's only like one or two. I'm like, I could throw a fan on and I'd be all right. I mean, I remember as a kid. Running uh, out on asphalt and you burn your feet, it feels like it's so hot. Yeah, exactly. You don't I, have that problem here. I remember one time I was running, the clouds used to, I live like in Virginia, you yeah. can see the clouds moving. Like, you know, sometimes the clouds moving, you can see it on the ground. And I would think I could run faster than the clouds. Than the clouds. Well, I remember one time I skipped and I fell oh. and I skinned my arm, mm. like skin to the white meat. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. But I remember. It not hurting as bad as my back laying on the asphalt. Asphalt burning. And I was like, ah! But then I got up and looked at my shoulder, and I was like, it's bone! It's but bone. it was just silver just skin. Silver skin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. But, man, once again, thank you yeah, for coming up. Yeah, I appreciate up. it. No, you know, it can you tell them where to find you at? Oh, uh, in dispensaries? Well, or, uh, or, or social Instagram. media? Yeah, yeah, no, One Love Cannabis Collective on Instagram. I uh, usually do a pretty good job of posting pictures of, of the grows. This right. year I didn't so much just because it's a little sad. You know, right. not sad, but just not as good as I like. But I'm pretty good at that. I'm in a, a bunch of dispensaries uh, around town. I think that uh, right now I'm probably, I'm running out of product because I'm sun-grown. But I'm at the Tea House in White River, at the gas station in Rutland. And I'm not sure who else has my products, but I've been in Sunday Dry. I've been all over the place. That's uh, good. That's good, yeah. Right. I've, uh, even all the way up here. Yeah. I ended up I up was, here. Yeah, I mean, I the Spanish Moon was... Yeah, that Spanish Moon was, was my, that was my I jam. Liked, I tell you what, that plant was really a beautiful plant, and I loved it. Yeah. The yields just didn't... I'm going to try it again, just because the plant... Please was, do. Yeah, no, it was, a, it was a fun plant to grow, Yeah. but it didn't... The yields weren't what I needed to make the numbers work, yeah. but I feel like as soon as I get a high tunnel up, I can make it where I yeah. need it to be because the THC was definitely there. Right. I'd like to know, I'm curious, I don't know, do you know this? Uh, what was the highest level THC that was grown outside? Oh, man, that's a... That's a question yeah. I was curious about. I'm sure I could find it yeah, out. Yeah, we can find that out. I'll, let me, that's a good question. Uh-huh. I mean, indoor, you know you can get 29, yeah, 30s Yeah, you can get up there. The but outdoor, I was curious. Yeah, that is a good question. We're going to look into that. All right. Yeah. Well, look, once again, thank you for pulling up and thank y'all for listening. Really appreciate y'all. Y'all know where y'all can find me, Canisations Podcast on Instagram. Y'all know the drill. Y'all stay blazing and stay amazing. And we out. That was good. No, it was good. It was a good cherry pop, huh? It wasn't good. It wasn't bad. (laughs) I did all right? Yeah, it was. All right.